0: section two of the life of st dominic savio by st john bosco this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter one early life and signs of extraordinary gifts about ten miles from turin in the north of italy lies the village of de Asti, and there in eighteen forty one lived a good hard-working couple charles and bridget savio about that time however there was scarcity of labor in the neighborhood and they accordingly moved away in the direction of Chieri, which is about nine miles southeast of Turin, and, having settled at the little township of Riva, Charles Savio applied himself to his trade of an ironworker. On April 2nd of the next year, 1842, a child was born, who was to prove a blessing and consolation to his parents. He was given the name of Dominic at baptism, and though no particular importance was attached to the name at the time, The boy, in later years, held it in particular esteem, as there will be occasion to learn. When the boy was scarcely two years of age, his parents decided to return to their former neighborhood, and they settled at Murialdo, which is quite close to their early home at Castelnuovo. Like devoted parents, the careful upbringing of their boy was their chief solicitude, and, considering his tender years, Dominic soon displayed an excellent disposition, and piety seemed to be part of his very nature. Morning and evening prayers at once impressed themselves on his childish mind, and at four years of age he could recite them all quite readily. He was always attentive to his mother's wishes, and only left her to say his prayers in some quiet corner where he was undisturbed. In the unreflecting manner natural to them, children are generally a source of worry and disturbance to their mothers. It is the age when they must touch and examine and often taste everything they come across, but Dominic's parents testify that he never gave the least trouble in this way. He was not only obedient to the smallest point, but ready for any expression of a wish, and tried to foresee opportunities of doing them some little service. He was quite above the average in his appreciation for his parents' kindness, and he had his own method of expressing it, particularly as his father returned from his day's work. He always ran out to meet him, hoped he was not too tired, and promised to pray for him in return for all his labors. So saying, he would enter the house, place his father's chair ready, and attend to all his wants. This childish appreciation and thoughtfulness, says his father, were naturally very welcome to me, and as evening drew nigh I began to feel a particular longing to get home, to receive and give these marks of affection, for the boy was everything to me. Day by day the child's piety increased, and from the time that he was four years of age there was no need to remind him of his prayers, whether morning or evening, or at meals, or at the time of the Angelus. In fact, he would even remind others, should they appear to forget them. One day some distraction occurred as they were sitting down to dinner, and grace before meals was forgotten. But little Dominic was too attentive. Father, he said, we have not yet asked God's blessings on our food, and he straightway made the sign of the cross and began the usual prayer. At another time a stranger was staying in the house, and he sat down to his meal without any act of religion. Dominic did not like to speak of it openly, yet he was too much moved to remain at the table, and went to one of his quiet corners. When he was questioned about this unusual proceeding by his parents, he replied, I could not remain at table with one who eats as do the beasts, without a thought of God. End of chapter 1 Chapter 2 Examples of Youthful Virtue at Miraldo His Early Days at School It is a common thing to find people who are incredulous on the subject of youthful piety, and therefore it would be well to state at the outset that, for the following account, the writer is drawing directly from the narrative of the parish priest of the district in which Miraldo lay, in his written account he states soon after i had been appointed to miraldo and had commenced my duties my notice was drawn in a special manner to a little boy of about five years of age who was brought by his mother to the church his gentle countenance his air of composure his whole demeanour so devout and attractive drew my attention to him as they had already drawn the notice of others when he had learnt the way to church he would sometimes arrive there before the doors were opened however it did not suggest itself to him to spend the interval in play as doubtless other boys would have done, but he used to kneel down on the steps, place himself in an attitude of prayer, and remain thus till the church was opened. Neither rain nor snow seemed to affect him in any way when he was thus occupied. It was therefore very natural that I should be curious to make the acquaintance of this extraordinary child, and I found that he was none other than the little son of the blacksmith Charles Savio. If he ever saw me in the street, he immediately made a respectful and joyful salutation, and always anticipated my greeting it was about this time that he commenced to attend the parish school and his already acquired habits of diligence and of taking pains with everything soon showed their effects in his rapid progress he had of course to mix with the young and thoughtless boys of his own age but he always managed to avoid their little quarrels and disputes although this at times brought upon him taunts and insults which he bore with remarkable courage and patience the usual boyish but by no means praiseworthy tricks and escapades were part of the usual program of his companions but Dominic generally found means for being otherwise employed when these were in progress. The little habits of piety already described increased with the growing years of his boyhood, and developed in proportion as he had scope for its practice. At five years of age, he had already learnt to serve Mass, and did so with great devotion. He went in good time every day to the church, and, dearly as he loved to serve, he was ready to yield the privilege to others if they wished to do so, in which case he assisted with great devotion. He often went to confession and as soon as he was allowed to make his first communion, he did so with fervor and delight. At the sight of so many signs of unusual piety, I often used to think to myself, here surely is a boy of great promise. God grant that some means may be found to bring such rare gifts to maturity. Such was the narrative of the parish priest of Miraldo, who had watched over the childhood of this gifted boy. End of chapter 2